Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Generation of Wrestling Podcast. As always, it's yours truly, the 26-year-old piece of gold of franchise, aka the showstopper. And today is a very special day. It is episode number 100, and I couldn't do it without my brothers, my family, my tag team partners. Woo! Introducing first up, man, he is the human encyclopedia of wrestling, the flawless phenomenon. Joe knows everything. Flawless Joey V, how you doing? Say hello to the blue guy. <laughs> and across the way, as always, here's the Karma Cody, the light-skinned Teddy Pendergrass, a.k.a. Mr. One, two, three. Pin that ass down, K. Breezy, better known as Tuco Kimbrough. Bro, how you doing? Man, I'm good. What a what show, show it was, man. And what a show. time to be alive. It was a great show, one of the best shows I've seen in a very long time. So without any further ado, we are talking about the end. XT Takeover Portland Review Show. And leading it off is none other than two called himself, man. K Breezy, lead us off. My guys, my brothers, my familiar. Man, you boys got lucky. Oh, man. Y'all made a perfect prediction for this show. I got to give y'all props. I took a gamble with the Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai. And then I took a mid-show gamble on the Champa and Cole match, but we'll get into that a little later. But guys, we're going to start off with the match of the night. We're going to start off with the match that set the bar for what this pay-per-view was. And my God, I, I don't know if I can say the words that are justice because I'm talking about Keith Lee. I'm talking about Dominic Dajakovic for the North American Championship. Flawless, my dude. What did you match think of, of night, this first five match? Stars easily. Uh, we've been saying, man, they've been having some great matches on NXT on Wednesdays. We're like, man, we want to see them again. And even though this build up to the match, like, you know, you didn't see Keith Lee wrestle, you know, since he got the title. But man, this match delivered the spots they did. I mean, when Dijakovic hit Lee with the Spanish fly off the top rope, like, damn, man, you doing that flip with <sighs> Lee attached to you? Woo! Man, the dude, the, the swan time off the uh, out to the outside yeah. in between the both announcer tables, like for him to do that yeah. and not hit neither Even table, that was something are, special. Like, big dudes, man, they're agile and athletic, and it's ridiculous how how athletic these two are for their sizes, especially Judge Coves. Man, his stock went up after this match. Even during the match, his stock went up. Man, he's gonna be a player uh, in twenty twenty. I think he's going to get a title this year. Um, It'll probably be the North American, I'm guessing. I don't think he's going to get the NXT world title. But, I mean, it's a possibility. But love the match. You couldn't go wrong. I'm going to save the chop for somebody else. Um, Because I know somebody else is going to want to talk about that chop. I'll let them get – I'll let them bask in that glory. But, man, five-star match all around. This was the match of the night, and it was tough to follow this match. Dude, okay, so those chops, man, look, props to the crowd. You know, we gave props to the Utah crowd, man, because they were just a pure – that was just a pure um, – no, 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 when, when, when uh, Raw was on in Utah, and we was giving props to that crowd, man, because they were popping and booing for everything that was necessary, you know, for the show. And I want to give props to this Portland crowd because they were the exact same way. They showed up, they showed out. And when Keith Lee was getting ready to slap Dominic Dajakovic in the chest, 
he he got he shifts the crowd and the entire crowd, everybody in the crowd just was quiet. You could hear a pin drop about how fast these people get proud. And that's just just that little nuance of of this of that crowd makes me love this business, man, because it's those type of uh, reactions that really buy, uh, make you buy into the match. And the fact that, you know, it was so quiet and when he slapped them on the chest and you just heard it and you just, you, you, you cringed and you grabbed your own chest and then he did it again and the crowd went quiet and he slapped them again and with both hands, two hands, mind you, he's not slapping them with one. He slapped them with two hands across this dude's chest and you, it just, it made you feel just, just you, you felt his pain. Uh, franchise, man, what did you think of the match, man? Because like Flawless said, man, there were spots everywhere where two big guys of this caliber, of this size, doing things you they're not supposed to do. Logically, when you see guys this big, you don't think they're so you don't think it. You know they're not supposed to do this stuff. Well, like what I, I you said, you know, uh, before yesterday, it wasn't good. It wasn't great. It was perfect. You know. Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic. First of all, let, let, let's, let's put this into perspective, man. You got Keith Lee, 320 pounds. You got Dijakovic, what, seven foot, damn near, give or take an inch or two, six, seven? Six, seven. Okay, so, you know, you putting yeah. these guys up, man. First of all, they should not be able to do half the things they're able to do. There was no physical way possible that Dominic Dijakovic should have been able to springboard his ass off the rope to the outside and land as gracefully as he did with Lee. These guys, man, showing off amazing feats of strength. You got Keith Lee doing a 320-pound hurricanrana. Who does that? You know, uh, it man, amazing, amazing, amazing. Like I said, I could have watched the match go for another 20 minutes. Uh, the crowd definitely got into it. The crowd was hot all night, as you guys said. I've said this. NXT, you guys, or WWE in general, wrestling in general, needs to go back to Portland, man. It needs to go to, to Utah. And so all these places, man, that we barely hit. We need to go back. These crowds really, really showed out. They show love. And God damn it, man, you know, Keith Lee, man, he the limitless one. But uh, that boy, Dominic Dajakovic, he looked good, too, man. I, I, I'm definitely, like Flawless said, man, that boy stocking up like the stock market. I'm, I'm buying in. Yeah, most definitely, man. Uh, great, like I said, just just ah, uh, masterpiece of a match, man. Uh, yeah, you can you can critique it. You definitely can critique it, and, and you know you can look at a few things. But you know, overall, when you when you look at overall versus what you might want to critique, it, hands down, this was a great ass match. Uh, any final thoughts match on this before tonight. we move on? Touche. <clears throat> All right, man. Next up, man, we're going to move on to the street fight that was actually, I, I, and I got to admit it, man, this was a lot better than what I thought going in. I made it very clear. I, I was not bought into this match. <clears throat> I, I had no uh, no real uh, feelings towards it. You know, it was just a match that they put on the card because of what happened at the takeover previously. So, you know, I understood that. But other than that, it was just something to pass time to you got to alter the meat and potatoes and everything else. We got Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox, And, man, I got to say, this street fight was a street fight. Like, these girls, I didn't look at these two women as two women beating each other up. And I didn't look at them as two men, you know. Be this was just two competitors going out there, 
and giving it to each other. They just like everything looked so well orchestrated. It was well constructed. It was the the, the way everything was done. Yeah, there were, you know, little mishaps here and there, and that, that's in every match. But th- this match was a lot better than what I had thought going in. Franchise, mm-hmm. what did you think of the match? And uh, before we get I to thought the, the, I thought the match was the match? absolutely 100% awesome. Uh, I'm going to borrow a line from my boy Flawless. You know, they told the story. And, you know, that, that that story is like reading a book. You know, you start off and it's kind of like, okay, all right, we're we getting somewhere. Then, you, you know, you flip a couple, you know, you flip a page or two, you're starting to get more and more into it. Then you get halfway through the book. Okay, now it's picking up. Then you get into the climax. You're like, oh, okay, I, I like this. I like where this is going. That's how I felt about these ladies, man. Uh, you know, a fan of Tegan Knox, a huge fan of Dakota Kai, love her to death. Uh, and like you said, man, I knew this match was going to be a good match. I knew it. I didn't know it was going to be as good as it was. And I believe this is, uh, if I remember what Dakota said correctly, she said this is the first street fight, first women's street fight in NXT uh, takeover history. So that was a hell of a bar to set, man. And God damn it, they did great. Um, nasty match, man. Nasty with the chains. Uh, we talked about it yesterday. With Dakota duct taping Tegan Knox to the uh to the turnbuckle and kicking her off of it. Uh the scent time from Tegan Knox with the trash can on Dakota Kai's head, the chains. I mean, these ladies went all out. Uh and they did the damn thing, man. You know, to me, you know, I know Dave Meltzer, man, he creamed his pants, man. If that wasn't a five star, it's pretty damn close to it. So yeah, I'm down. I loved it. Uh guys, man, take it away. Um <laughs> I loved it. Uh, I'm a fan of Dakota Kai. You know, I'm telling you guys, I think she's going to be next for Rhea Ripley after this. But I think if they would have just had like a regular match, it wouldn't have been as good. Like we would be telling a different story, you know, with this match. I think the street fight was the perfect concept for these two. Because as soon as it's, I mean, it started out hot, hot from Dakota Kai attacking Tegan Knox from the get-go. Like when Tegan came out, came down. I mean, and you know, yeah. like franchise said, man, with the Santana on the trap, with the trash can on Dakota Kai's head, with the duct tape. One of my favorite parts in the match is when Tegan Knox was just blasting Dakota Kai's knee brace in the ring, and just and after she gets done hitting, oh. it, she gives a look with her eyes like, man, I can't believe I just did that. Because Tegan Knox is such, you know, like a little sweetheart, you know. But, man, like, you saw a different side to her. And she gave that look like, I don't know what came over me. And I was like, hell, yes. But I'm about so, to give you more. Like, yeah, Cody yeah. Kai brung something out yeah. of you that we haven't seen. And I'm liking this. And especially when Raquel Gonzalez came out at the end, who, you know, was part, was part of the May Young Classic mm-hmm. and threw Tegan Knox. Off the top rope onto the onto the table, man. That table didn't break, but man, Tegan man landed hard. And whoo, man, it was just a great match all around. And I was excited afterwards because I knew I, I mean, even though that first match was tough to follow, I was like, damn, man, they're putting these two on after it. But you know what? Hey, man, they followed it brilliantly. Franchise, what was your thoughts when you seen uh? Uh, Tegan not go through that table when she when she pretty much just bounced off of it and uh 
and 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 got pinned for the. So uh, my first the, thing the, was, I seen uh, Raquel Gonzalez. I was like, damn! All right, then go. And then I seen Tegan Knox then go to that table. I was like, damn, damn. <laughs> she got messed up, man. Cause like I so cause it didn't look like she even went through the top of the table. It looked like she kind of landed on that end part, uh, the edge of it. But I was like, shit, like, you know, like I like I said, it's it's something about these NXT women, man, not being able to go through tables. Uh, I think they need to do a better job of sawing them down or something. Because <laughs> uh, I would have liked to have seen her go through the table, but I think her not going through it, I mean, that worked out even better because now I'm really thinking she's hurt. So uh, it, w- it was definitely an unexpected turn in the match, but a curious one. And, you know, I'm not mad because we were losing for a hot second in that match. And you would have got the win had Raquel not came out. So I'm ever so grateful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, I'm, I'm very grateful to Raquel Gonzalez. Thank you so much. You have saved me. <laughs> man, look here, man. And I knew she had the match, but I ain't gonna lie though. After she gave her that shining wizard and she didn't pin her and she just continued to stare off to her, I started thinking, man, <laughs> damn, she's about to lose this match. You just had you just you just had the opportunity to but you you could have just finished it after that. Like you had you had pretty much beat the hell out of her. Like you was dominating her for a minute. Like you you banged up her knee. You did all the other stuff, and then all of a sudden it's like what else? you you gave her the loudest shining wizard I ever heard somebody get. And man, I, I, she would not have gotten up from that. That would have been a three count. That would have been the victory for me. That would have been awesome. But no, you had to kind of push it a little bit more. And that led to Gonzalez you know coming what, out you know what, and you y'all know getting y'all pictures. Me of, so. That uh, me and franchise on this takeover, we are like the 2018 Houston Astros and you're like the other MLB teams. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, got, I, got a, I, got a, I got a question. Out of all the shining wizards you guys have seen, is do we can we go with the fact, can we agree that Tegan Knox, in fact, does have the shiniest wizard of all? Okay. She did that night. I, I don't know of of all, but man, she she had <laughs> she got it that night for sure. He's at yep. the Astros. Hey, hopefully we'll get caught stealing signs. <laughs> right. Uh huh. But y'all Hell ain't giving up. up that trophy though, is y'all? All right, man. So moving on. Man. Moving on, man. We get the rivalry match that we've been waiting for. It's the match that we wanted to see last takeover, but Gargano was hurt. Matt Riddle had to step in for him. So now we get it. Finn Balor, the Prince versus Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. Uh, flawless. I'll come to you with it, man. Your guy, the Prince, he did his thing. Gargano, the, the, Mr. Re- Mr. Takeover, he did his thing. What a match it was. It started off a little slow, but it definitely picked up towards the end. What did you think about it? And how did you feel about Balor coming like up the with match. the victory? Yeah, they started off kind of slow, but I think it was, they were just like, you know, like, they were, like, bringing the crowd in. Like, they were teasing the crowd. Like, hey, just wait, man. We're going to start off slow, but don't worry. We're going to bring you in, and you're going to be hooked. It's like they had that reel, like, fishing. They were reeling the crowd in. And, man, as soon as the crowd bit, man, that's, you know, that uh, sinker went down, and boom, guess what? The crowd was in for a treat. Uh it was a classic wrestling match, but you know what, man? They had spots, and especially when 
Uh, I mean, they used the announce table so perfect, especially with Balor running and doing the double drop kick to Gargano off the announce table onto the guardrail. And I thought of something about Balor because uh-huh. there's a difference between Finn Balor, the wrestler, and the Prince, the wrestler. The Prince, the wrestler, is vicious, and he has no remorse for you. And he's going to beat you down at all costs. And I thought of something. It just popped in my head. You know what's crazy? The Prince doesn't need the Demon King. I don't think he needs to bring the Demon King back. I would love to see the Demon King, but I don't think he needs it. On the main roster, he needed the Demon King to get a few victories. But the Prince is different. The Prince doesn't need nobody. And man, when he got that victory, I was like, Come on, man. What else can you ask for, man? I'm on the plane ride with the Prince, and we're going high. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, man. Franchise, your thoughts, man? Yeah, the match, the match was really good. Uh, like you said, it it started off slow. Uh, it, it did. And then, you know, when it picked up, it picked up, and damn it, it picked up. Uh, these two prove why they are two of the best in NXT history. You know, you got Johnny wrestling, Johnny takeover. You got the Prince, the Demon, Fan Balor. Um, NXT was a much needed uh transition for Fan Balor. Like Johnny takeover said, you know, we don't want the SmackDown Fan Balor. We don't want the Raw Fan Balor. We need this NXT Fan Balor. You know, NXT is where you know Finn and so many other talents flourish, and I kind of. I hope that, you know, sooner than later, a lot of other guys who are being underutilized that came from that NXT system go back home. Uh, the match was a good match. The match was very, uh, very well put together, uh, put together psychologically. Uh, these two, man, they worked it over. And I honestly felt the crowd reaction in this match played a perfect part in what happened later on Uh with one Mr. Johnny Gargano, but overall, man, great match. Yeah, man, uh, definitely a great match. Um, can't wait to see what's next for Balor. <clears throat> it's got to be either a North American or NXT championship. Uh, it's got to be something along those lines. He, uh, it, it, It's Balor. He can go wherever he wants to. Uh, moving on, guys, we got the next match of the night, Rhea Ripley the NXT women's champion versus the EST of NXT Bianca Belair franchise. It's your girl. I'm going to come to you first, man. What you think of the match? Bianca Belair. That's that black girl magic, man. She looked good. Rhea Ripley looked good as well. Uh, it was a good match between these two women. You know, Bianca Belair, she pulled out all the stops. Uh, she went high risk. She went power for power. Uh, Rhea Ripley, I mean, come on now, it's Rhea Ripley. She's the NXT Women's Champion for a reason. She did that. Uh, she did the damn thing. Uh, one thing that you said you liked that I liked, I think we all liked, uh, was when Rhea Ripley was on the top turnbuckle. You know, her and the ES, the EST of NXT, they were kind of going at it, man, slap for slap, slap for slap. And then Bianca was like, you know what, man, I'm tired of using my hands. Let me whip my hair real quick. And she hit it with that Got her one good time. And, you know, the facial expression from Rhea Ripley was amazing. Uh, the match was good. I felt I felt like it could have been just a teeny, teeny, teeny bit better, man. Like, it was good. 
it was good, but I, I felt like, you know, they could have kick, kicked it up a notch. They could have, but overall, man, I'm going to take it for what it's worth. Bianca Belair posed to be a great challenger for Rhea Ripley. Good match, and of course, you know, Rhea, she won, but good match, man, good match. Yeah, uh, most definitely. Like Flawless. Um, this match was like a tale of strength and power versus strength and power. Like, I mean, they both had strength and power. Like, especially when Bianca Belair lifted uh, Rhea Ripley over her head. And it was basically like letting her know, like, man, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a former track star. You know, I can match you strength for strength, power for power, athleticism for athleticism. I can match you in any facet of this, you know, ring. And she did. Um, She showed me something, you know, she's going to be a major player in NXT. I mean, she already is. I will tell you right now, man, I think her song is my favorite song in NXT, man. It's just so catchy, and it fits her perfect. Uh, But she showed something, especially, I mean, she showed up at the Royal Rumble, and then she showed out this match, you know. Yeah, she's uh, she's going to be a star. She, I think she will be in the next star in NXT. But, man, like Ripley, man, I mean, Ripley was like, you know what? Your time is coming, but not now. Especially when she hit that riptide on her. Woo! But this match was good, but it wasn't as good as Knox and Kai. Because Knox and Kai had history, and they told a yeah. really good story. This story was good, but it was just missing a little something. But Charlotte coming out at the end, I lo- I loved it. Yeah, this, I, I totally agree. Uh, this match wasn't as good as the street fight. Uh but, but like we said, we didn't really expect that. So, you know, but it was good. It had its moments. It was a bit quick, but, you know, that's fine. Um, we kind of knew what the setup was. And like you said, with Charlotte coming out and announcing that she's going to take on uh, she's going to take on Ripley at WrestleMania for the NXT championship. Yeah, we we, we kind of knew that we, we saw that writing on the wall. Uh, but like you say, Bianca has been showing out you know, the last couple of pay-per-views. Like, she showed out at TakeOver, even though her team lost. She showed out at Survivor Series, even though, well, their team won, but, you know, uh, you, you know, I think she got eliminated. And then uh, Royal Rumble, she definitely showed out by, you know, holding the record for the most eliminations by a woman. So, you know, she's she's definitely been, you know, getting that push, and she's been taking advantage of it. And uh, like you say, you know, some days down the line real soon, She's gonna be uh and she's gonna be truly to be the EST and the NXT women's champion. Hey, before before time. we move on, I'm gonna make this real quick. Do you know what this is kind of reminding me of? It feels, and this is why I think Bianca is gonna get the title uh sooner than later. Dude, don't this kind of remind you of when Shayna Baszler had the title and then they started pushing Rhea, and it was like she was getting all these other secondary accolades leading up to that big moment. That's what I feel like they're doing with Bianca. You know, Bianca, like you said, mm-hmm. she had a dominant performance, you know, at Survivor Series. Royal Rumble, she didn't win it, but they made they made sure to make sure that you knew she set the record, you know, for the most women elimination. So I feel like when when they do pull that trigger on the next face of NXT women's wrestling, I definitely think, man, they're 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 putting her in position now to kind of condition us for that. Yeah, I could definitely see that. All right, guys, next match. And, you know, this was 
Definitely a, a, a barn burner. This was a tag team match, the only tag team match, but it was the only one that mattered. We got the Dusty Classic winners, the Bros Away, going up against the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly uh, and uh, uh, and uh, Fish. I always mess their names up, but it's O'Reilly and Fish. But uh, tag team champions. I, this was a this was a good match. Um, Flawless might be mad, a little mad, be, might be a little mad at me about it, but I, I think that this was uh, it was a good match. There was a few moments where I, I didn't, I, I kind of didn't like the match. I didn't, maybe I didn't like the pace, but it definitely picked up. Uh, I didn't like the first spear by uh, uh, by Riddle to Dunn when when it looked like it was a mistake. I think like I think we talked about it where it just kind of just really looked a little obvious, like it, it like you you didn't have to really hit him. Like it, there was no real reason why you couldn't stop and not hit him. And I think that might've, you know, been a little different, but it's good that they used that to make us think that they were going to turn on each other, but they didn't in the end. And it became a really great match and a really great win. Uh, flawless. What did you think of this match between Riddle, uh, you know Pete Dunn, and Undisputed Era? I agree with your oh, statement shit. Okay. on everything. I thought it was, um, Looking back, I'm like, you know what? It wasn't just an okay. It was a good match, but it wasn't like a great. It wasn't like how like the matches it was before them. Like, I mean, it's mm-hmm. tough to be like co-main event, and you know you're warming up for you know champion Cole. But I mean, you did with what you can work with. Um, I think they had. I think they could have had better chemistry. I think they will the next go around, but. Uh, for what they did and for what it's worth, I mean, they put on a match, you know, they did what they could do, uh, especially when Dunn and Riddle both hit each other, like on accident, accident, I thought, okay, oh. it's going to cost them undisputed air, it's going to keep the titles, but it didn't, you know, Riddle, my thing is, man, Riddle, like, when Dunn accidentally knocked Riddle off and then Riddle's on the outside waiting for something, like, man, you know, you can come in the ring anytime now. You're just sitting there like, you know, you could play like you're hurt, but you're sitting there watching the action going on. So that like kind of like, you know, threw me off. Like, come on, man. Like, really, I can see this, you know, coming a mile away. But, you know, Riddle and Dunn getting the tag team titles, we thought, you know, we figured they would. I mean, you know, are they going to face the Undisputed Era again for the titles? Or are they going to have the Grizzled Young Veterans, maybe the Forgotten Sons? We don't know. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't mind uh, the grizzled young veterans coming after them, considering, you know, they had to beat them uh, in order to face Undisputed for the tag team championship. So I would definitely, definitely look forward to seeing those guys because and we haven't seen them in a while. Uh, They've been off, you know, TV for a few weeks, which I kind of not am. Well, I am against it because uh, I feel like they could have still got some TV time to kind of just not let fans forget about them, but when they come back, the crowd is going to pop big for them, and maybe that's maybe that's better, best for business, as they say. Uh, franchise, your thoughts? It was a good match. match. Uh, it, it wasn't. It wasn't what I expected. Um, I I did expect a little bit more, honestly. But I mean, you know, it was a good match, and overall, you know, I'm just happy that the Bros are waste. You know, Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle that they finally got the tag team titles. I think, you know, they got too much chemistry and you guys put too too much time in it. And 
it just seemed so organic. You know, it was it's lightning in the bottle. You know, it was something that was kind of just thrown together just for a tournament. And it just so happened to be, you know, a perfect marriage. You know, we say these guys are an eye couple. And, you know, WWE, well, I'm not even going to say WWE, NXT, man, you know, you, you got something, they seen it, they capitalized on it, and they went with it. Hey, we get better matches in the future, but for now, man, the match was cool. New tag team champions, no complaints. Right on, right on, right on. Yeah, definitely uh, looking forward to see what that is. Uh, I do believe, you know, Undisputed will get a rematch. Uh, it only makes sense, and it's, you know, it's something we would want to see. So, uh, most definitely, uh, I'm definitely game for that one. Moving on, guys, to the main event. The the match where I got screwed again. The match where you screwed yourself. Johnny, <laughs> damn. Man, look, you know what? Maybe so, but I'm, I'm going to blame Johnny Gargano, man, because I Cam didn't bro, see it coming. Like, I, I just did not. Cold. Man, look, it, it's, you know what? I, it is what it is. I take risks all the time. You know what? It is what it is. I'll own it. Man, so we got Champa. We got the NXT champion, Adam Cole. We got the match for Goldie. Uh, this was a, this was a, Great match. Um, it wasn't better than than Keith Lee and Dajakovic, but it was definitely second tier. It, it was definitely cold match of the night. Um, I, Champa had me thinking he was, you know, he was going to win. Well, no, at first I thought it was cold, you know, because Champa was kind of getting the early offense in until Champa took that mean. Uh, what is that? Like a reverse suplex, uh, or real barrel suplex, or however, whatever you want to really call it. But he took it on the table on the outside. And the way he hit it, man, I just thought, man, oh, my God, Lou, you just came back from mm-hmm. a surgically, surgically repaired neck. And, and you, you're taking a bump like too. that. The and I was hoping. Up. Man, they played it up great. And, and well, NXT announcers are, are awesome. To me, they're the best announced team in WWE right now. Uh, but they 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 called it up. But for him to take that bump, man, I just I, I'm like, oh damn, he about to lose. Like Cole is about to screw him and lose. But then maybe wait, maybe because of that, maybe he'll come back and win. So I, you know, that's I'm like, okay, come on, come on, come on, come on, Champa, come on, Champa. And then we get to the undisputed coming out. I'm like, okay, this is where Cole either will screw him and win, or he'll screw him and and Champa will get over and he'll win. So I'm I'm game. Everything's going the way I think it should go. Everything is perfect. And when Cole brought the belt into the ring and Champa knocked him out and threw him out the ring and, you know, did his little move and brought him back in, Champa went for the belt. But little did we not see and know that Johnny Gargano had came from the crowd and was at ringside. As Champa went to grab the belt, Gargano grabbed the belt from him. And this is the part of the match that I kind of didn't like because I thought the stare down was just a little too long. I felt like Champa should have reacted maybe just a few seconds a little quicker, but he ended up getting uh, hit in the head by Gargano with the belt. Cole rolls him over, pins him for the one, two, three, retains the championship as the only member undisputed with the belt. And basically we just now got our heel Gargano versus a face Champa. We're getting the match that we were supposed to get a year ago, but we didn't get it because Champa was injured, but now we're going to get it. They're going to finally tell this conclusion of a story. Flawless. I'm going to come to you with it, man. 
What did you think? I liked of- the match. Uh, the crowd was hot, and they, the crowd was invested, especially for every single near fall. Like you could tell the crowd's expression, like like oh, is Cole gonna win? Oh, is Champer gonna win it? Like they were invested. Like you could see, like they were just on the edge of their seat. And Champa and Cole, man, had them. They had them right where they had them in the palm of their hands, putting on a great match. And uh, yeah, I thought, you know, I picked Cole. So I'm like, all right, Cole's going to be the last undisputed era member with the title, you know. I mean, it's only fair, I guess. But, you know, like I for a second, I thought Champa was going to win the match. I thought he was going to win it when Undisputed came out and he took apart all of them and he leaped and he threw Cole onto them. And I was like, oh, man, he's going to, you know, hit his little, you know, uh, his move on him, you know, his like double wing, whatever, double arm move. And I'm like, all right, man, he's going to he's going to win. But, uh-huh. man, when Gargano came out and grabbed the title, I didn't see that coming. I'm like, damn, where the hell did he come from? And, you know, yeah, you're right. You know, they right. had a stare down for too long. But, you know, how you're saying we're going to get the match that we wanted. You know, it's crazy. Their roles are reversed. Gargano's going to be the heel and Champa's going to be the face, yeah. which is going to be really interesting to see how they play that. But, man, mm-hmm. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I want to know why Gargano did it. But, man, I'm excited for the match because this was the biggest rivalry in WWE at the time. And the whole roster, top even on the main roster and NXT, this was the hottest uh, rivalry and the best matches, and I'm excited for them to go at it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. I, I agree with you. The fact that now, you know, and, it, and, it, and that kind of makes it, uh, it kind of gives it a little a uh, little bit more life into the story and, you know, and bring it back this rivalry because now for three years, you had Champa who turned on Gargano and was screwing Gargano over so much that Gargano at one point ended up losing his job. And, you know, you know, storyline-wise, he lost his job, and he had to come back and fight and win. And he did, and he, and he got some type of vindictive back. But uh, the one thing that made this rivalry so long wasn't, you know, was also because of injury. Each guy got injured to the point where they were missing six to eight months. So you had about a year's worth of time going by. So now, like I said, and, and think about it, now it's been going to, what, I think now five years because uh, Champa had to pretty much miss a year. So, um, yeah, the, the fact that now you got Champa as the, as the returning face where people are like, they're for him now that he's back, he's healthy. We want him to be back to being daddy. And, and, and Gargano, you know, he was riding a high as being the, the good guy, but clearly he hasn't forgotten what Champa has done to him. He hasn't forgotten that. He, he, he played along with it like he did previously before uh champa got hurt remember the, how they they were against each other and then both of them had won uh both titles that he had won the north america and champa was the nxt champion and they were kind of you know working together but gargano was trying to be a heel and he just pretty much went back to that but now champa's the face so it brings a new life to it it refreshes it and i'm deaf like you i'm waiting to see uh nxt on wednesday to find out what's going to happen because you know that's going to be the main topic. Everything else is going to be talked about, but man, we're going to talk about Gargano screwing over oh, Champ. Yeah. 
guys, with that being said, that is the NXT TakeOver Portland review. Uh, like I said before, you guys ended up perfect on this pay-per-view. Uh, flawless. You started out with 15 with your six points. You now at 21. Franchise, you were at 14. Now you're at 20. And I got four out of the six, and that put me at 18, which is fine. I'm only three back, you know, from the lead and just two back from being second place. But it's okay because it's early. We still got AEW coming up. We still got uh, Elimination Chamber. We still got Fast Lane, and we still got Mania and whatever else AEW Double or Nothing or Triple or Nothing, whatever their next pay per view is, a little bit further. Revolution, whatever. But we're definitely gonna. Uh, I think we're taking this to WrestleMania, and then we'll 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 flip it over. What? And we'll restart what? it. But uh, restart it. I'm not worried. Well, you know, we're gonna. We know we'll we'll we'll. we'll Go up to whoever has the most points to mania, and then we'll start over, and then we'll do like another six months. I, you know, just kind of, we'll, oh, okay. there'll be okay. there'll be yeah, a, I mean, a prize I mean, I'm for not winning. Worried. You know what they say? Uh, you know, second we're, we're, place is the first loser, so I'm not worried. <laughs> right, because you'll be the first one to lose. Uh, but um, yeah, that that that's what we're gonna do. So you know, but we'll, we'll talk about that. And, you know, we're we're early on, so we still got months to go before we get there. Uh, but. Yeah, guys, that's 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 the results of that. Uh, like I said, great pay-per-view. Um, one of the best. This is why we appreciate Wednesday night, because we know we're going to get great wrestling and, and good storytelling from AEW and NXT. But this night, it was all NXT. They did their thing. All matches were great. Um, you watched them all. You wanted to watch every match on here. I, I recommend you watch every match. You'll have your favorite, but watch all of them because they were all good. All right, man. With that being said, any final thoughts? No, man. Uh, NXT brung it for their takeovers like they always do. Right on, right on. Uh, flaw, uh, franchise, anything? It was perfect. It was perfect. I know. I thought I, I, I thought you were sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the snoring to hit. Nah, man, I'm up, buddy. I'm up, man. I'm up. All right, man. Well, shoot. Let's put an end in this thing and, you know, we get smacked down off the way. All right, all right, man. Sound like you already starting a campfire. <laughs> all right, man. You know, I had to put the hand. You know, I did the bird, man. Hey, rub. You know, partner, you know what I'm saying? Partner, you know, let's, 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 let's make that bread. Hey, man, we need you know, some gold bomb, bread. bro. <laughs> That boy went from acting. <laughs> hey, 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 we, 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 we said John Madden used to use uh, that tough acting tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he needs some. He needs some. Boom, tough acting tonight. <laughs> oh man, I uh, it's like shaking hands with a knee. All right, all right. <laughs> that's all right. They soften up hey. for the wifey. So that's Ooh. all that matters. <laughs> all right, man, ladies yeah, and gentlemen, that. <laughs> Not with two kids, buddy. Bye bye. Shotgun, come, bro. <laughs> hey, there uh, it is, baby. I'm too cold to the touch, baby. Too cold to the touch. Couple kids. Too cold. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> All right. Let's... Oh man. That's why I love you crazy. That's why I love you crazy. Man. All right, man. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the 100th installment 
other generation of wrestling podcast. As always, is yours truly the 26-year-old piece of gold. He's too cold. He's flawless. Peace. 100 is a century.